The following audio may not meet the recording standards you're used to from RPG Academy Network podcasts. Lawful and Orderly streams live on Twitch every Monday at 8pm Eastern, and this audio is pulled directly from our video. Send all complaints to michael at therpgacademy.com and join us on Mondays. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Lan Arcanum, the city of magic. At the nexus of three major ley lines, the city shimmers with magical energy. But that kind of power brings trouble. Trouble that sometimes seems to spawn from thin air. Luckily for the folks of Lan Arcanum, the High Guard take their jobs seriously. LAHG is comprised of many different divisions, but of particular interest is the Special Visions Unit. The SVU deals with the strangest and most disturbing cases in Lan Arcanum. This is one such case. Today's episode, Dead Wrong. First up, we have Scott Brown playing Ilan Brownfeet, a cheerful halfling ranger and animal control specialist. Uh, Scott also plays Ilan's canine companion, Bark the Dog. Rolf. Yes. Uh, I do have a question for you, Scott. Yes, shoot. Question away. All right, this is a, this is a, this is a dramatic one. Mm. If Ilan could go back in time and fix one wrong decision, what would it be? Ooh, um, that's that's interesting. I I think um, Ilan's first thought uh, would would probably be to to stop uh, um, to stop his father from signing away the the family land uh some uh years back that that, that we never really recovered from uh however uh in in Ilan's more uh lucid and and self-critical moments uh he realizes that that it it wasn't really i mean they they uh the, the people who bought the land had, had been very aggressively pursuing it for quite some time and so you know it wasn't really that one moment right there never really is that one moment that you'd go back to um and so maybe Ilan would just uh go back and uh, invest wisely and make a bunch of money and be independently wealthy or, uh, uh, you know, stop the Demi-Magus from, from corrupting the, uh, the lovely forest that used to be here uh, zillions of years ago in the side of Lan Arcanum or uh, something else similarly wonderful. Could be you could get one of those uh, sports almanacs. <laughs> yes. And take it with you back in time. Yes. I've, I've heard good things. I, it always works out well, my understanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have Jeffrey Copeland, who is playing Shannon Sparks, a half unicorn cleric, and the most fashionable, the most fashionable officer in the High Guard. <laughs> Jeffrey, let me ask you a question as well. Who was the last person that Shannon lied to? What was the lie, and why did she lie? Shameful, Shannon. So the last person that Shannon lied to was actually Ellen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ellen didn't know until just now. But the last person uh, she lied to was Ellen. Ellen was considering getting some corduroy overalls to replace the one that they wear now. And Shannon was like, yeah, that's a great idea. A decision that she now regrets because Ellen looks a hot, crazy mess. Because <laughs> corduroy is, is uh, it, it really catches dirt, turns out. It is does. It- is it green corduroy? It was. Because that's a traditional look. It was green. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. And uh, last but not least tonight, we have Mr. Marty McGuire playing Aaron Tweet Twilson, a human bard, a former acrobat, and 
still kind of the rookie of the team anyway. Maybe not the rookie of the force anymore, but still definitely the rookie of the team. Hey, once an acrobat, always an acrobat. That is, I don't think they say that, but in Aaron's <laughs> case, it is true. Um, so for Marty, your question is, who does Aaron trust more than anyone else? Oh, more than anyone else. Uh, that's a hard one these days, uh, since Aaron had sort of given up the life that he once knew. Um, Aaron actually trusts his older brother uh, the most, I think. Uh, you know, they, they're not super close in age, uh, but they, they kind of grew up uh, this, sort of at the same, uh, in the same places and uh, got, to, got to play together and explore and get, you know, get into a lot of trouble when you're a family that uh, does crazy stage performances all over the country. Uh, for a living, you go to some weird places. You uh, you you really uh, can can get yourself into a mess. And uh, yeah, his brother, his older brother, has always kind of kept him out of trouble. Excellent. That was good. To, you know, you should always trust family. Um, should no, I said said no one ever. Yeah. Uh, so with all those, all that all that interesting information floating around in everyone's minds. Uh, let's jump right into our story this evening. Um, the three detectives and Bark, I uh, saw so the four detectives, are uh, out on the old basket orb court uh, playing a game of three-way basket orb. Uh, and uh, I think Bark is is uh, either judge, either either refereeing or uh, playing alongside Illin. Um, but uh, the important thing to know is you're halfway through the game. Who's winning? Who's winning this game of basket orb? Well, uh, given that, that Bark thinks that we're playing catch, uh, unfortunately, Bark, because uh, Ilan spends a lot of her time uh, trying to get the ball back from Bark and return it to legal play, uh, given that uh, Bark is, is really not that good at dribbling. Uh, you'd think so because of, of all the slobber, but but it does not translate to court skills. I've been led to believe very differently by a number of feature films. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, Air, Air Bud, Air Bud 2, Air Bud 3. Yeah. Air Buddies. No, I did not know that. See, that's that's all the one dog. That's the exception that proves the rule. Yep. Uh, there is no air bark. It's more like sea bark. Just so much slobber. Uh, are you guys? Are you guys? Is this a clean game or is there a little trash talk going on? You're in the station. You're at the station. You're at the the, the court at in station. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of trash talking by Shannon. So she's like you know, talking all the smack and she's super tall, but whenever she tries to go in for the hoop, she just like misses just terribly. She's like steadily talking smack to like, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> Shannon's, uh, maybe not got the, uh, the, the super skills on, on defense, but Aaron is really afraid to pull out his ups because he doesn't want to come <laughs> down on that unicorn horn and, and like, lose an internal organ. So, yeah, uh, so he's a, a puncture, a, a punctuating charge, uh, a puncture yeah. foul, something like that. So it's uh yeah, it's it's a pretty even game, I would say. Yeah, really, Bark is the only one who's winning in this one. It sounds like <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then uh, yeah. Ilan's just uh, every every time somebody starts talking smack or something, I'll be like, well, but it's just all having fun. We're we're all in this together, right? And then uh, once again, someone tries to explain team rules, and uh, <laughs> it it just never seems to. But, but we're all in this together, right? We're a team. As, as soon as one team wins and this is over, we can all be together. <laughs> we can all be a team again. Even better. 
Oh, who am I supposed to pass it to this time? I, I forget. Just not the dog. Not the dog. Oh, oh, too late. Bark. Bark. All right, everybody take five. <laughs> uh, and as as just as uh, Ellen manages to crawl bark and, and, and get the ball, the, the slightly deflated and soaking wet ball back, um, a, a kobold uh, in a courier's outfit um, steps into the courtyard. Uh, hello, is there an... Uh, uh, Elin uh, brown feet here. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Ah, yes. Hello, uh, uh, brown feet. Um, this is for you. Uh, uh, thank you for your time. Goodbye. Oh, <laughs> and thanks. this couple quickly hands you a, a yellow sheet of paper, a little piece of parchment, and and steps away very quickly. Uh, it's nice to meet you. Thanks for bringing me a present. <laughs> I'm going to leave before name. you change your... Uh, that's all right. I do not want you to know my name. Because I'm going to leave before you have time to read your, your present. Goodbye. Oh, bye. Bye. Ha- have a nice day. Bye. And, and the, the kobold makes a quick escape. Uh, Ellen jams it down the front pocket of her once green corduroy uh, slacks and says, so so, who am I passing this to again? I Not Bark, right? Uh, Ellen, don't you want to uh, check out that message that that seemed important? And did, the way the, the way they uh, blew off afterwards, uh, it it might be a court summons. <laughs> Looks like you've been served, and and not in the the basket orb Uh-oh. sense. Um, <laughs> it is not a court summons, uh, but it's it's just as good, just as good. Um, it is an urgent notice from the largest bank in Lan Arcanum, Golden Sachs, uh, and it states that if Illin, <laughs> it states that if Illin is unable to balance their account, a levy will be applied to their paychecks for the next fifteen years. Huh. Oh, you, I, that's interesting. I mean, I've I've built levies before in in my uh, competitive dam building teams, but but <laughs> I didn't know you could build a levy on a paycheck. That's do you guys know anything about that? Uh, I think that means someone's going to be taking a cut out of all of your paychecks for the next 15 years. Well, unless they, they build the, the dam permanent and, and then there doesn't need to be a cut through, right? You you, you could do a spillway in, instead of a cutout and, and then, Ellen, then you, you retain remember, the water? Do you remember that talk we had about words that uh, sound the same and are spelled the same, but they mean different things in different contexts? Yeah, it rings a bell. This is one of those. It was, was was that when Think we of went it to the church the... and I was trying to ring that bell and, and you explained that's not what that guy meant? That's similar. Yeah. Uh, th- think about this, Levy, as um, if they punched a hole in the wall that held your money and they were just <laughs> siphoning money out of that hole. Oh, no. It'd be, the, notice, the notice does say that you should... Uh, you should uh, stop by the bank at your. It says earliest convenience, but it's written in red ink, and it's written much larger than any of the other words on the paper. Uh, it's a very, it's a little intimidating looking. So uh, I, I suddenly feel like it's extremely convenient of me to go visit the bank right now. I, I, I may go do that, and, and unless we get a horribly timed summons from the chief right at this moment. Detectives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Get in my office. How does she always do that? It's uncanny. It's, it's, it's like, uncanny. Get in here. <laughs> How does she know I said that? Yes, chief. <laughs> Sorry, we'll, we'll knock off the candy talk. No more candies. Uh, so as you as you enter the chief's office, um, she appears today to be some sort of lion folk. Uh, anthropomorphized lion with rippling muscles and an impatiently swishing tail. 
Um, <clears throat> all right, detectives, please sit down, sit down, sit down. So you see, you note that there's no crystal ball set up uh, today. There's no, there's no one else in the office. It's just the four of you uh, and also Mark. Um, well, uh, <clears throat> I've got some, uh, some news. Um, I found out uh, the mayor's office has a new clerk. Uh, and there's uh, rumors going around about uh, uh, budget cuts, and it looks like, uh, well, it looks like I'm not going to be. I'm going to cut it to you straight. It looks like High Guard's high up on the list, and uh, that's going to mean uh, uh, cut back on uh, expenses, um, uh, potentially some uh, mandatory unpaid time off, uh, and uh, you know, possibly a, a hiring freeze, and uh, unlikely but possibly a, a cut in pay. Uh, for everyone, but uh, now I'm doing my best. Is, uh, is, to is sort this of... to pay for all that infrastructure work on levees? Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure what you're talking about. Brown feet? Uh, oh. You know something I don't know about uh, uh, public infrastructure plans. Uh, uh well, but th- th- no matter, Chief. You you were talking. No, uh, well, anyway, so I'm going to do my best to, to sort of talk it. But apparently, this new clerk's not a big uh, fan. And as soon as she, uh, like in the middle of her word, um, you are all transported. Yep. Uh, find yourself transported uh, to uh, the empty void of space. Uh, you're surrounded by stars, uh, nebulae, the usual cosmic imagery, um, and you find that you can breathe. That's a good thing. <sighs> it's not terribly cold. Also good. Uh, Bark didn't even really uh, uh, notice the transition. Bark just oh. sort of like, yeah, exactly. Um and uh, as you're looking around, you actually do see two other figures in this void. Uh, not inclu- Actually, three other victor- figures, including the captain, uh, who's there beside you. Uh, but two other figures off in the distance, uh, both of whom you actually recognize. Uh, and they start walking closer to you. Hi, uh, figures. <laughs> they look at you and look at each other and then wave hesitantly. Uh, one of them is Vata Bosek, uh, the sort of kind of stuck up. Uh, Azamar man, who you met at an archery competition gone wrong. Uh, <laughs> and the other is someone very familiar. It's Norena Hackleaf, uh, an adventurer for the Bright Steel Adventuring Company, who you met and promptly accused of murder. Um, <laughs> she was uh, not convicted and went about her merry way. And Ilan But before... Not remember that. <laughs> well, uh... Bark, bark wags, uh, wags her tail in recognition. Um, but before anyone can, anyone else can say anything, uh, a booming voice uh, echoes out from the emptiness. Silence! You are once more in the presence of the magnificent and magnanimous Zumanin Hans. A radiant figure fades into existence before you. I have brought you yet another vision of great importance. Watch carefully and ask questions diligently. Else you shall remain in ignorance. And suddenly you are surrounded by darkness. There's silence, warmth, no movement. A flickering flickering orange light appears right in front of you. Quickly shifts to yellow, green, blue, violet, and then red before returning to orange and beginning the cycle anew. Uh, you, uh, though more slowly, uh, you see a room take shape around you as the light brightens. It's a smallish room, and you almost uh, immediately recognize it. 
It's the personal study of the late Dame Dulac um, and the site of a <laughs> previous crime. Uh, before you is a figure in polished silver armor, a grizzled woman with a stern face full of conviction. She wears a glowing sword at her belt and a bright red ring on her hand. She turns away from the firelight at the sound of the room's only door opening. Another woman, an Azamar, enters. Her hair is pale gold and her eyes are deep pools of silver. She is very old even for an Azamar, but she still moves with purpose. The gruff human woman in silver armor nods her head. You're early. I thought I might have had some solitude for a while. The silver-eyed Azamar woman says nothing. And the silver-armored human says, What did you say? When suddenly the Azamar woman waves her hand and a bolt of lightning leaps from her fingertips and crashes into the armored woman, she screams in abject terror, clutches her chest, and collapses onto the floor. The silver-eyed Azamar woman turns and leaves the room without another word, without a word. And as the vision, the vision begins to fade and you find yourself back in the, the void of space, when you hear another voice in your mind, detectives, detectives, detectives this vision is false you are being lied to though not by your friend zumanin the so-called seer has no idea that what he's showing you is a fabrication is, is that true zumanin is what true you have said nothing no one is speaking are you prepared to ask questions uh just just give us a second to Listen quietly to something that isn't happening. Quick, oh, no I do can... have a quick question. Uh, what it, is your question? It may be officer. impertinent. Uh, have it is you, almost certainly impertinent. Have you ever received a vision that was false? He glows even more brightly, and you see the edges of his his figure of his profile begin to flicker and, and flash. Are you calling me a liar? The Zuma, the great Zuman and Hans has never, never been wrong. Every one of my visions is absolute. There's no big a, we're, we're, we weren't we weren't calling you a liar. You hear a laughing voice from inside your head again. <laughs> And there's 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 a difference between being uh, incorrect and and being a liar. Uh, if you're fed the wrong data, if someone tampered with what you saw, this is what you speak of is impossible. Visions come from the great beyond, from the edges of time, beyond the reach of space. No one can modify or quick, falsify a vision, quick especially follow. not a vision that I have received. Quick follow-up question: This uh, this place that you've brought us, uh, should it be possible for another magician to uh, interfere with us here? This realm is inside your minds, courtesy of my power. No one is here that I do not will. My power is supreme here, and I have invited you all here so that you could share in this vision in order to solve a dreadful crime. But your impertinence is grating on my nerves. Perhaps it would be best if you waited this one out. No, no, wait. We, we, we probably do have pertinent questions that, that, that aren't impertinent. You hear the laugh once more inside your minds. <laughs> I told you, the seer has no idea what's going on. 
he thinks his he thinks his power is absolute here, but there's no such thing. But consider this. Who would benefit from this false vision? And who would have the capability to fool the magnificent <laughs> Zuman and Hans? You must find the real murderer detectives and find out how they were able to fool the seer. If you cannot, the honorable Highgard will find themselves in a most precarious position. Good luck, detectives. And the voice silences and you feel the presence leave from your mind. Uh, Are you done standing in silence? Uh, well, no. I mean, I spend most of my time like that. But uh, in, in, in the meantime, um, so, so, uh, m- m- Mr. Mr. Hans, um, if, if I were a tree who wanted to kill someone who had a glowing ring and a sword and shiny armor, would I use lightning? Your question is irrelevant to the vision. No trees were present in this vision. Well, you saw two people. It's it's a hypothetical. Uh, so so uh, somebody said that that somebody said something, right? They're like, "What did you say?" But but given your vast powers, you didn't hear anything said, right, Zubinin? There was no audio for the moment you're speaking of silence. The victim must have been mistaken for the great Zuman and Hans would pick up even the slightest whisper. Watch and listen. And you find yourself in that moment of the vision again, uh, where the, the, the victim says, Yorali, I thought I might have some solitude for a while. The silver-eyed Azamar woman says nothing. You hear only slight sounds of movement and the, the, the flickering of the, of the light. And then the victim says, what did you say? before being blasted by lightning again. You see and hear for yourself, detectives. No one said anything. Your victim was sadly mistaken uh, at great cost to herself. So, so Zuminen, uh, I, I don't know if you could like like show us more detail of this, this Yorali figure in, in the cloak. Do, can, do, do you have like a height in cubits or like, like a displacement volume or shoe size would be good or, or like gait? Is, is there a limp or something? Yeah, uh, Zuminen claps his hand. The, the, the radiant figure of Zuminen claps his hands together and you find yourself as the figure walks in and uh, the image, the vision stops, and you see, uh, you do see yellow lines, uh, yellow glowing lines jump up the side of the doorframe as they walk in. Uh, it stops at five, and you see that they are between, uh, they, are, they are over five, but there's not a sixth line. So, uh, and then the vision fades, and you return back to space. Any other questions, detectives? Uh, did, did you recognize that lightning spell that, that was cast? I know nothing of the lesser magics. My provenance is only in divination, seeing the future, the past, and the present as they truly are. Okay. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, that's that's awesome. No, that's real cool. Zooming in, that's, that's great. Very well. Uh, do, do you... Do you did, did uh, where did this person go after that? You have seen the totality of my vision. I cannot choose what is presented to me. I can only share it using oh. the 
powers granted to me. Point of order. Officer. You uh, you did say what is presented to you. That implies... Uh, By the powers some... of the beyond. Uh, sure. You are a showman, are you not? Have you not a flair for the dramatic officer? Absolutely. And Perhaps I, I would have been right to say, I can only show you what has been shown me inside my own mind. Excellent. Yeah. Any other any other semantic questions, officers? Or perhaps you have any other pertinent details you'd like to ask about this heinous murder? So, um, okay, so you don't know much about magic, so we don't. You're not going to be able to help us know how what what exactly killed her, and and uh, you didn't hear anything said, so you can't solve that one, and and you didn't hear, see anything outside of this, so you don't know where they went. Silence! You may ask no more questions. Zuman in turns to uh, the other two figures, uh, Vata Bosek and Narena Hackleaf, who have been talking quietly to each other the the entire time uh, or standing silently in contemplation. Um, You, adventurers, have you any questions or are... You prepare to return to the land of reality and leave the world of visions. Uh, Narena looks at uh, Edvata. Uh, no, I think you got it, and uh, I am eager to begin. Uh, so, yeah, whenever you're ready. We've seen everything we need to see. Detectives, any last requests? Uh... Can, can, can you do the fade out thing again? That was pretty cool. Goodbye. And you're all, is there a flash of white light and you find yourselves uh, back in the chief's office. Uh, sans, uh, sans Norina and Vata who, who are not with you in the, in the world of re- the real. Um, <coughs> you notice the, the chief is. figures go? They're, they're not here. Uh, Bark also looks around a little concerned and then decides she doesn't care. Uh, but you notice the chief is no longer a proud uh, lion folk, but a nervous looking humanoid gazelle. <laughs> her eye, who you have not seen her in this, in this form before. Her eyes are wide and she sits down very quickly. Do you have any idea who that was? Yeah. Uh, we encountered him once before. Yeah, you guys told me all about it. He was- not the not the seer, not the seer. Everyone knows Zuman and Hans. Oh. I understand, Officer Brownfield, you've never had a vision from, from Zuman and Hans before, but uh, he's well known. By her. I was talking about your victim and the murderer. Uh, yeah, she, she's an Azamar with uh, pale gold hair and uh, deep pools of bluish eyes. Silver eyes, yes. That's <laughs> former Mayor Kion Lin. The lioness, the, lion. the most beloved mayor in oh sixty. No, that's not right. In in the last fifteen years, in fact, the only other mayor in the last fifteen years other than a current <laughs> mayor. And do you know who the murder victim was? Did any of you recognize her? No, no, no. Uh, no. That's Silver Knight Baroque. Uh, of the Bright Steel Adventurers Company. Um, only one of the most famous uh, adventurers in Lan Arcanum. So what we have here is a beloved and respected and feared high-ranking member of society 
the Silver Knight Baroque and a beloved, high-ranking, uh, powerful member of society, Kion Lin, former mayor, and one of them has killed the other, apparently. We, we, we watched the lioness kill the dragon hunter. So you're not, you're not getting this. I can see this. I can see. Um, so Kion Lin was, was the mayor uh, 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 during the Red Fletcher killings, right? You all know about that. And, I was, and I, she I, was, I was before my time. The Red, Fle- the Red Fletcher killings, uh, a, a serial killer with red fletched arrows, killed a whole lot of people, uh, took the high guard, 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 guard. was involved in the case directly. Yeah. We, we, with the, the, the mayor's first term, uh, they caught this killer, uh, had them executed, and then it was, it was a huge hubbub. It was sort of what got the high guard into the spotlight. Before that, we were a very small sort of sub-department of the street guard. Um, it's sort of what put us on the map uh, politically and, and uh, authoritarianly. Whatever. It put us on the map. But, <laughs> but no, no. The important part is that Kyan Lin is still one of the most beloved political figures in the city. Um, and uh, where I'm now going to go send you to arrest her uh, for murder of another of the most beloved figures uh, in the city. Um, and... Oh yeah, Kyan Lin is the mother of our current mayor, who is already uh, looking for ways to cut the high guard budget. So, ooh, the mayor's she, gonna have a piece of your behind for this one. Mayor is going to have the entirety of my butt for breakfast if we mess this up. Chief Officer Tolson, yes. Um, did did you hear another voice when we were there in the vision with Zoom and Enhance? No. Did all of you hear this voice? Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a voice. It's not the first. uh, The the voice said that the vision was a lie. That Zuman and Hans was himself being fooled, and that we should think about who benefits from the vision that we saw. Hmm. You've heard another voice before, haven't you? Uh, This was this the same voice that you heard. it uh, seemed like that uh, archery case. Yes, it sounded. I would assume like the same voice. Mm. Yeah, it did sound like the exact same voice. Yeah, yeah, uh, you, yeah. you all know, of course, of he, course. Yeah. He made fun of us in the same way. It was kind mm. of a jerk. Yeah. He well, I've never heard of a vision being falsified before. Zooming in was right. There's, there, no one has ever, ever found a false vision. There have been visions that haven't come to pass. Uh, but there are there are but there are future visions, and those are few and far between as it is. This was a vision of the past. But chief, there are there are plenty of of spells to create false visions. Perhaps, perhaps we saw a false vision of the former mayor, and the spell was cast from within that vision. No, within the, the same house. No, I don't think that. I don't think the spell was coming from inside the house. Oh, uh, but I think. Uh, uh, Twilson, and and maybe it's because you're new in the force, or maybe it's because we we just haven't been clear enough to our officers, uh, or maybe it's just a complication of magic that not everyone understands. The visions you're talking about, the falsification you're talking about, is on a, a different level. Uh, you're talking about the deliberate seeing, the the act of of casting, a, of trying to see into a crystal ball and cast clairvoyance and trying to see somewhere. These are the spontaneous visions uh, unique to Lan Arcanum. And there's never been a reported vision. Uh, there's never been a vision reported false in all the years that 
folks have been getting visions. Every single one of them has been true or has been a vision of the future that has been averted in some way. So so maybe maybe this one uh, wasn't false, but but one of them or both of them was in disguise. Huh. Hmm. Well, uh, there's no saying that the voice that's, that you heard was was telling the truth, but there was something off about that vision. Certainly, you pointed out the 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 someone asked if they'd said something and there was no sound there. It's all a little bit fishy to me. And to be honest, I'd love it if it were false. I love it. I'd love to find out that they have to so, arrest the mayor's so, mother. So is, 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 is the first thing we need to do is, is get Narina Hackleaf and Vada Bosak on our side? Unfortunately, yes. Um, <laughs> by a unfortunate, well, I would say coincidence, it was several weeks ago. Uh, several weeks ago, the Bright Still Adventuring Company uh, applied for um, admittance to the uh, membership of the Ombudsman's Guild. And they now have legal authority to investigate crimes. And since Baroque was the leader of the Bright Steel Adventurers Company, uh, they are going to push hard on this case, I suspect. So yes, you're going to have to work with them on this. And officers, if this vision is false, if somehow what we saw isn't what happened, you cannot accuse the mayor's mother, the former mayor herself, of murder we are already on the mayor's mm, list because of the new <laughs> clerk and if we go around accusing her mother of murder and it turns out she didn't do it uh we're all going to be uh having our posteriors eaten for various meals and appetizers so i i know that mikhail is is working triple shifts with traffic right now to try and pay for all the holes in in the the building still but <laughs> I yes. feel like if he were here, he would say that we, we can always just blame it on some goblin. Now, here's the thing. If, if Kyan Lin did kill Baroque, we have to, then, then we're going to have an uprising in our hands from the guild, oh. from, or from the, uh, oh. from the uh, Bright Seal Adventuring Company. Yeah. If we don't find, if, if we don't get them the real murderer, they'll either take justice into their own hands or they're going to use their significant clout to cause problems for us uh, in some other way. So if Kyan Lin is the murderer, find her and arrest her and just we'll deal with the aftermath of the mayor afterwards. But we've got to find evidence. If she's not the murderer, do not in any way accuse her. Or we're going to be dealing with the aftermath of the mayor immediately. And then potentially the Bright Seal uh, Adventuring Company. So um, it's a slight, it's a, it's a little tricky line. Uh, detectives but i have all the confidence in the world uh and also i've been brushing up my resume anyway so you know <laughs> there's that oh chief oh, don't, don't leave us oh i don't want to leave but <laughs> it's been a rough few weeks let's just uh, oh, the damage yeah. the building and the uh, the budget cuts now and now this so yeah, ever, ever since aaron started actually thanks rook hey yeah <laughs> that's actually true that's a good point I don't think we can blame Officer Tolson, but uh, it's, is it possible you're a bad luck charm? Are, are you a goblin disguised, Tolson? I've know. got regular luck, and I'm a regular human. All right, so, well, that's probably unfair. It's probably yeah. unfair to Tolson. I think, I think if you're, we're going to turn on each other this early in the case, and it's not looking good for the teamwork, we're going to need to get this thing solved. Uh, I believe Tulsa's in teams, right. but, but, but sometimes, you know, th- th- there's no me in team. Ilan, this is what they want. They're tearing us apart. There is a me in oh. team. 
Brown Vic. But oh, yeah. Twilson's right. You're, oh, okay. You have to work together. You have to work together. Uh, the department's been through hard times before, before I'm sure. Uh, we'll get through this one somehow. So get out there. You got to find out what happened. Please don't accuse the mayor's mother of murder if you didn't <laughs> murder somebody. Okay. For the love of gods, please don't do that. All right. Thanks, All right, Get out of here. Wrap this up. Rolf. And the chief sends you on your merry, on your so merry way. We trade with nothing, nothing but good things to do. So, uh, so, Aaron, what what do you think we should do? I I've come to rely on you as my teammate and friend. Oh, nice try, Ilan. Oh. I hear that brown feet. It's starting to work. Be sincere. Um, we we are gonna have to pull it together, y'all. This uh, this is pretty bad. This sounds real um, bad. Should we? I guess we should go check out the murder scene and look look for clues, and we'll probably run into the Brightsteel folks along the way. Oh yeah, yeah. I hope they let us let us even see the body. It'd be nice to know if there was one and it wasn't somebody in disguise. Seems important. Okay, so you guys. Uh, you guys quickly uh, grab a cab and head down to the former Dulac estate, um, where you're not 100 percent sure why. Uh, the Silver Knight Baroque was here, but we found down there, and uh, you find out why, and almost immediately, um, you see uh, a number of people in Bright Steel Adventure and Company uniforms standing outside the door, and uh, they stop you as you approach. All right, there, all right, there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's all this? Who are you? Oh, what are you here? Hi, we're we're the High Guard. My God, I guess that would explain the badges, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> they whisper to each other saying, yeah, all right, I guess we can't technically keep you out. Get in there, but don't mess up our folks. We're already looking into this. If you wreck it for us, well, it's not going to be a fun time for you. Hey, you those, those not fun times go both ways, my dude. That's right. We were we just all playing solve. sphere balls, and, and that was not fun at all. So <laughs> if, if, if you mess this up for us, then, then we'll make you play, play our sphere sports. We're not in, we're not investigating. Just, just, we're all a little on edge. That's our leader, who was murdered. Everybody's a little on edge. Just don't mess it up or you'll regret it. Thank you, goodbye. And they, they step aside and let you into, into the building. Uh, you are all too familiar with the, the former, the estate, uh, the former estate of uh, Dame Duloc, and you make your way to uh, her study. Uh, and, uh, you, you pass another handful of uh, Bright Steel Adventuring Company adventurers uh, and uh, you enter the room and find, hey, two familiar figures and a corpse. Oh. Well, well, well. Officers Twilson, Brownfeet, and Sparks. Are you here to accuse me of murder again or Sup. are we doing something else this time? Uh, we, we, we thought we'd play it by ear, I, I think. Is that, is that right? Yeah, just kind of playing it loose. Yeah. You don't have to be mean about it. Just FYI. Oh, okay. Uh, so I guess next time I accuse you of murder, you can. You don't have to be. You can. I'll tell you what. We'll make a deal. Yeah. Next time I accuse you of murder, you can be mean to me, and we'll call it even. How's that? Does that work? Okay. Sounds great. That's fair. Sounds, sounds, sounds good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Got, got even there. Hand. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. She, yeah. she grabs it, and oh, that's, that's great. A, it's a real firm handshake. <laughs> uh, do you know uh, Vada? 
yeah, my partner. Yeah. We we've met in in kind of a weird way. I was I was very undercover, so you probably don't recognize me. Oh, I recognize you, officer, and uh, it's a pleasure to see you again. Um, I'm surprised. Uh, the strangest of coincidences that we should be thrust together again by fate, but here we are. I think uh, we should all just do our best to find the resolve this this case and uh, bring uh, bring uh, the former mayor to justice. We, we've examined the body, but I understand if you want to, to do that as well. I think it'd be best for us to stay together and work as a team. Uh, I think we, we, we set the strongest force, especially if we're going to be arresting the former mayor. I think it's best to, to, to on a unified front. So if you'd like to take some time and, and look around the crime team, we'll, uh, we'll just stand in the corner out of your way. Okay. And well, they thanks do for that. cooperation. They, they step aside. Narita does not look happy, uh, but she, she grudgingly steps out of the way. So, uh, looks like we've got a body and, uh, some scorch marks. Any, any makeup, Aaron? Do, do you recognize, like, is that a false nose? Um, actually there are no scorch marks. Oh. Oh. Oh, that was just some dirt. Oh. It's... I forget. Who, which, who among us is good at looking at bodies again? The, probably the cleric. I'm good at looking at, I am good at looking at bodies. You are good looking bodies. Shannon goes in up. more ways than one. Because oh. you're a fashion expert. <laughs> you've you've, you've got to know anatomy to clothe an anatomy, right? That's true. So uh, let's see. I guess Shannon goes over to the body. First thing that she notices is uh, let's see, Miss. Uh, let's Baroque. see. Baroque. Oh, Silver Knight Baroque. Silver Knight Baroque is the dead person. The <laughs> Silver Knight Baroque. Not A. Exactly. Silver Knight Baroque. The Silver uh does not live up to their name. They are not dressed like a knight or a silver. But Shannon doesn't okay. say this. She inspects the body. Um, <laughs> let's see. So can I do, I guess, like a, would that be like a wisdom? You can uh, do an investigation or a medicine check for this one, I think. Okay, I can do, let's medicine. do <laughs> Do you hear that? Oh, that Strange was... voice on the wind. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think I, I gathered anything from looking at that body. I got a uh, one and a five. So uh, okay, <laughs> so that's a six. Uh, that is a failure, Scott. Please chalk that up on the failure on the scales of justice. But um, the way we, the way I, the way we try and do it here is even if it's even if you fail the check, you still get the clue because otherwise it's really really difficult to solve these cases in two hours. So. Uh, <laughs> What happens is that uh, Shannon is looking at the body and uh, man, Narita just can't help but uh, creep up behind her and peek over her shoulder. How's it going down there, uh, Officer Sparks? Uh, did you notice that, uh, did you notice that Broke doesn't seem to have uh, actually had any external injuries? Uh, did you notice that? You see there, she that face? She actually looks terrified but isn't injured? Yeah, I see it now. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, personal yeah. space, please. Yeah. That's magic. That's what magic will do to you. Is, it feels like intrusion. That's what it feels like. But I hey, guess. Hey, hey, I'm just helping. Whatever, whatever. Hey, I'm just helping. You guys need all the help you can get. It looks like so. I'm just. But I'll step aside again. Let you guys take. Me. I just, I just, I, I saw. I can sense that I was in, that you needed my help. But I'll step aside. No, so, no, no. Did she die of fright or 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 what? Um, Shannon doesn't see now that she knows what to look for. She looks and she doesn't see any other any forms of external injury. Um, the armor that she's wearing isn't damaged in any way, actually. Um, she was 
in the vision, she was struck by lightning, but you don't see any scorch marks or any damage to the armor. Um, you just see this look of look of abject terror on her face. Uh, can Shannon tell if she's dead? <laughs> oh, she's dead. Oh, okay. she is dead. She she even she even goes so far as to quickly check for a number of those herbs and drugs that'll make you seem like you're dead. Uh, mm. She's dead. This is a dead lady. Does uh, Ellen says. Be nice if, if one of us who knew magic stuff could check out that ring and, and the armor and the sword and see what that might have protected her from, because it didn't protect her from dying. Um, Aaron, Aaron knows some history. Uh, he's, he's History would do it. He's put on plenty of uh, performances related to uh, these like legendary items. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you history. That, that's a good one. Uh, all right, that's a 15 plus uh, four for history. That's a 19. Success! Yeah. <laughs> Costume so, uh, you jewelry. See, you see Narina peeking over your shoulder too, and you hold up your finger and then and then elaborate. You're like, actually, let me before you say anything. Um, so uh, first of all, you notice with your acute eyes that there is no sword and there is no ring. <laughs> um Where did no, they go? there is there is a sword, but there is no ring. Let me rephrase that. Uh, there's a glowing sword, um, and there's no ring. Um, but you recognize the sword because it's there as uh, the sword Bright Steel. That's what the adventuring company was named after. <laughs> um, the titular sword. Yes. It, you know about it, that... the fact that it glows when halflings are near. Ah, sort of an ironic twist on uh, another famous legendary sword. And uh, is, is the sword glowing now? It is. Ilan's very close. And do do we remember the sword glowing in the vision? The sword was glowing in the vision, strangely. Ah, that strangely. Uh, yeah, weird. So weird stuff going on, everybody. Yeah, this uh, this sword that only glows when halflings are near, but there weren't any halflings at the time of the murder in the vision. Nope. Uh, also, only glows also, when halflings are near. Really? That that seems so specific. I, you know, you hey, never some know halflings what... have humans as favorite enemies, so you never know. You never know who uh, who chants these items and what they're all about. Also, uh, hey, adventurers, you didn't happen to uh, abscond with the ring of your leader, did you? Uh, Vada, Vada steps up. Um, did you just accuse us of stealing a, a, a priceless company I would, treasure? I wouldn't know enough to call it stealing. Perhaps this is procedure. <laughs> You've bagged it, tagged it, and it's inevitable. No, we certainly, we certainly didn't steal the ring. Um, you keep using that word, and you're getting real defensive. Steel? About it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I understand why now why Norina was upset when she saw you two or the you you, I, you group. I uh, never she accused her of murder, and now you're accusing I us said of take. theft. You said take take yes, without take. permission. No, I we don't have it. I never implied in... permission. I feel like you're really pushing hard <laughs> on this. You, you have you did well. So far, our team's off to a great start. Let's let's start again. Yeah. No, we don't. We don't have the ring. We don't have the ring. It wasn't here when we arrived. Good spotting, though. Uh, uh, if 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 uh, did did you did you you recognize the ring? Did you did you need us to tell you about it? I I was pretty sure I recognized the ring. Oh, did you? I thought I thought maybe Ilan might have recognized it. It was unclear. Uh, Ilan, did you recognize it with your uh, Arcana or history or? Let's find out. If Maybe I... even investigation, Jack. Is 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 it a, a human related artifact? Yeah, sure it is. Because human history checks, I get advantage. There you go. It's Eleven. <laughs> advantage, so Much you know better than one. five. 
Uh, 11 investigation is int. So 11 total. 11 total. Well, um, luckily you do know this. And in fact, you actually know this item specifically. Uh, it was used uh, not by the Bright Sail Adventuring adventuring company uh, but by a previous owner uh, to clear uh, clear some land out a while back that was uh uh used to build uh, build some housing developments on uh, they used uh, it's a fire ring uh and they they cool. used it to summon and control magical fire in order to clear out uh just some old trees and some 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 hills and some yeah 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 just know, verdant verdant groves yeah just clear I, all that out. I do recognize that ring it's 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 used to forcibly move a populace from their lovely homes Vulcan, the, are you? I don't. I don't know why you're giving me that look, but uh, all right. Well, fair enough. Uh, yeah. Well, we we didn't take it. It wasn't here when you were, when you arrived. Um, so the murderer took it. Uh, I we don't think so. They look at each other. Uh, it wasn't in the vision. The vision. The former mayor showed up, shot our leader with lightning, and then left. Yeah, so, and there was a ring. Right. Clearly yeah. someone in the interim came in and stole the ring. It, you know, the, the vision ended right when the murderer left. Murderer could have turned right around and pulled the ring off like, oh, I forgot. I mean, how many times do you leave a room and forget to steal something from the person you just killed? I suppose that's true. See? I, See? Good See? investigative work, officer. Thanks. Well, uh, is there anything else you want to look at or could we go on? We, we As I said, we... As I said, we've already done our investigative work, so if you're ready to leave, I, I'd be happy to go and uh, make some arrests. Make some arrests? Yeah. Well, just one arrest, really. So... I'm sorry, did you not see the same vision we saw where an easily identifiable, a well-known figure in the city came in and killed someone and then left? Because that's what we saw, and we're prepared to go and arrest her. Uh, so you've, you've got a case then you've got motive and, uh, cause you know, the, the visions themselves are not super admissible in court. Otherwise well, we would just like take this, take care of this all the time. I understand how the high guard works and it's not admissible in your court, but as a member of the guild of ombudsman, uh, we, we, we can operate a little differently. We, we, we operate on a financial and a legal sense rather than on a criminal sense. I see. Uh, so we have all the we have sufficient evidence in civil court to press charges. Oh, <laughs> there's no problem with the former mayor, the mother of the current mayor, having access to huge coffers to defend this case. You really think you're just going to walk into Ombudsman Court and take her down? If you believe that the Bright Steel Adventuring Company, this is Marin, if you believe that the Bright Steel Adventuring Company isn't prepared to financially avenge the death of the murder of our leader, you are sorely mistaken, officer. Mm -hmm. So no, if you're ready to leave, we're ready to go. We've got an arrest to make. So if 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 the Bright Steel Adventuring Company is prepared to avenge the murder of their leader, why weren't they prepared to protect their leader in the middle of their compound? What? That's a fair. That's a fair question. That's a fair question. Could could we maybe interview the guards who let the former mayor walk in and out? I seems like a very fine question. Let's go speak to them. Okay. All right, are you leaving? Thanks. Thank goodness, get out of here. Go solve, go, go, go arrest somebody. Avenge our leader. Get out of here. Hey, uh, fellas, you, uh, you've been here all day, right? You were, you were here when, uh, yeah, well, Baroque not over. Was, uh, so, you, so you were here when Baroque was alive and, uh, and after she was murdered through, through that oh, time period. 
Correctamundo. And so can you tell us, uh, did she have any visitors who uh, came to see her? Nothing. Uh, post was quiet all night. A uh, little bit of wind, oddly, but uh, no one came to see her. And uh, that's, that's one of us went into one of us went in to yeah. take a an old bio break and found uh, found and they took off their helmets. Found our dear leader slain. And, and what? By I what assume time you're is off that? to make arrests. What? Oh, um, take off their helmet. Oh, um, I don't know. About uh, three in the morning. And and uh, uh, Zuman and Hans, he, he didn't really get a look at their at their wrist sundials uh, during the vision, did he? Oh, we should have asked for that. All right. Uh, it was dark outside during the vision. You could tell it was dark outside, so unclear. But uh, but the guards are telling you that she was alive in the evening, and when they went to go and take a bio break in the middle of the in the middle of the night, she was is when they found her dead. So is is this the only entrance, or are there a lot of uh, people? Oh, uh, there's a staff entrance, but it's kept locked and barred at all times. Oh, yeah, we're getting ready to break over it. In fact, oh, okay. Can, can we? I mean, uh, you guys yeah, took sure. a look at that. I, I assume we take a look at it. It's fine. Yeah, uh, it, it is locked and barred very tight. Um, it, everybody takes a turn at trying to trying to get into it and see how that, but no one is able to get past the uh, past the door. So, uh, so was there anybody else uh, working there that night? Nope, just the two of us. Uh, we're, we're well. This is our new headquarters. We're still sort of moving in. Uh, but uh, and, and so, Baroque, so nobody else was even just maybe wandering the halls coincidentally between their own offices, and or or, or is 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 it really just the two of you and and uh, the Silver Knight broken uh, at, yep. at night? Is that how that works? Yes, it was uh, the two of us on guard duty and uh, Silver Knight broke the Silver Knight broke uh, in setting up her office, I believe. Ah, okay, all right. We don't ask questions. And uh, <laughs> we uh, did did we glance at her? date book uh before we left and and uh, did she have an appointment uh, with the mayor you did she had uh she does have she does have an appointment with uh the mayor this morning in fact uh, it's, it's a it's... clam clam at mayor's office uh 10 a.m clam uh, a meeting capital c-l-a-m hmm. capital c capital l capital a capital l so i mm. i uh, all actually cap. all caps Clam at mayor's office. I suggest we, we postpone our arrests to uh, go meet with this clam. Uh, I, I know a thing or two about making clams talk. And uh, with that, you uh, you head off. <laughs> you head off towards the mayor's office to go look for clams. Um, we're going to cut to later after after the the case has been resolved, and uh, it's been a very dramatic day. But uh, you know. Ilan has things to take care of before the day is over. Uh, so uh, Ilan uh, shows up at uh, the, the giant ivory doors of Golden Sachs Bank um, <laughs> and uh, sees waiting uh, at the front desk a very familiar clerk. Uh, it's, uh, hello, my <laughs> name is Francine. Oh, oh, oh hi, what Francine. What can I do for you? Oh, um... Uh yeah, I'm I, I I got this thing in the mail. I I guess can I don't know. Can you see it? It's yeah, yeah okay. Uh yeah, it says that the bills are piled up against your account, and they've been unpaid for so long that we're gonna impose a levy until oh. you can pay the current balance. Well, see the the thing is, I've 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 been kind of footing the bills for for some family stuff, and and I was. 
I was kind of hoping we could just say bygones be bygones. I'll tell you what. Why don't you pay the current balance of 3,057 gold pieces and then you'll be even and you can let your bygones equal your bygones. <laughs> oh, um, so... So I, I would love to if if I had that much money, but of course if I had that much money, I already would have given it to my family to help them have that much money, so I probably wouldn't have that much money even if I did have that much money, which means I don't have that much money and I can't pay you that much money. Uh, in the middle of that very confusingly worded uh, statement, uh, a, a, a the very same kobold, in fact, uh, enters uh, the bank. Oh hi! I, know. I, uh, I didn't get your name Brownfield before. again. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm Ellen. Uh, uh, Clackerack. Oh, oh, Clackerack. That's with with Q's. Oh. In the traditional Cobalt spelling, uh, it's very strange. I do not usually come across the same person in both of my uh, positions, um, but I have this uh, bag of mail for you. It's a a large canvas bag. Well, not large, large for a halfling. A large and a couple large canvas bag full of of mail. Oh. Uh, you don't need to sign for this or anything, and it just, it, yes, that is for you. Oh, okay. And uh, I hope I don't see you again in my third job, which is Bounty Hunter, but uh, well, well, yeah, hopefully. I mean, we, we were just going to make good on this, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. Um, what's what's all this mail? What? Oh, it is undelivered mail. Uh, it has been returned to you. Um, I do not know the circumstances, but uh, I'm sure it is fine. These are all well, letters to, see to my family. What? Why haven't you been delivering them? Oh, I no, you don't understand. They have uh, been delivered and then returned oh. to sender. They have, uh, they have, they have not been successfully delivered. Well, and you see, they are all marked "return to sender" in handwriting you you don't recognize. Well, 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 Clackerack, I yes. Did, did you write this "return to sender"? I certainly did not. Uh, it is the uh, uh, the residents at the address you listed who have, must have written "return to sender." Yeah, that's that's my parents' new address. I don't I don't know what what what. Okay. I wish I could help you, friend. Well, well, thanks. Have have a nice yes, day. I'm doing my best. I hope <laughs> not to see you again in the next eight hours. Yeah, that that would be that would be nice. Thanks for listening to Lawful and Orderly Special Visions Unit. Join our detectives again next time for the thrilling conclusion of Dead Wrong. Scott Brown can be found on Twitter at G-E-O-W-T-F. Jeffrey Copeland can be found on Twitter at A-T-L underscore Spielberg. Marty McGuire can be found on Twitter at Schmarty. And Andrew J. Young can be found on Twitter at That1GM. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. We're leaving a review on our iTunes page, which helps other listeners find the show. Thanks.